Glory to God. Brother Moore and Mrs. Moore are working. Tell you what, you get them working, you just can't get them to stop. <laughs> Glory to God. Lots of stuff going on. In fact, is we got some pictures uh, of what happened, some of the, just some of the stuff that happened this week in Sarasota. Can we put those up? Wow, that that's, it sounds like I'm in that warehouse. <laughs> Glory to God. That, that would be a picture from the uh, back of the building, and you would see. Uh, you'd be standing on stage right there, so that would be, it's kind of getting cleared out. Um, you know, this is actually getting it ready to where it, we can build a church in there. It, it couldn't be ready until we got rid of those poles and obviously the air conditioner ducts and things like that. Um, but they're having to cut into concrete, uh, put anchors down into the ground. They don't have rock and stuff like we have, so it's a little bit different. There's our curbs going on in our new parking spaces. And they got, you know, that was a lot of that. And there's a sidewalk. We didn't have anything on that side of the building. That was just a big open space where we're going to have parking now, but that's going to be a sidewalk to get into the building. And so lots of stuff happening. Glory to God. It's amazing how good God is taking care of it. There's some of the steel that's going to... Now, that doesn't look so big on the floor, but we're going to get a picture that shows you just how big these trusses are. That, that's Dan standing by that trust that is going in our building. Glory to God that will hold up our roof. So when we take those poles out, it'll still be nice and strong. So you won't have to worry about the roof coming down. Glory to God. So God's doing good things. Amen. Amen. Little sister's coming along, as Karen says. Glory to God. But the Moors are down there. Uh, They're still, uh, like I said, all that's going on. And um, it requires attention. Amen? And uh, so they're down there, and uh, they plan to be here on Sunday. So you can look at me tonight. Amen? Glory to God, and I'll look back at you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, you know, last time I taught on a Friday night, I taught taught about um, leaning not to your own understanding. And, you know, God gets me hooked on a word sometimes, understanding being a word. And, and, I, and then he keeps me on a word like that. But he, 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 we want to talk tonight about faith and understanding. You, you, you lean not to your own understanding, but where do we lean to? Amen? Because there is an understanding that we are to lean to. God has an understanding that he's given us. Amen? And, you know, it's not what, what a lot of people would like to think. You know, a lot of people are trying to figure everything out. You know, they're trying to figure faith out. Now, how, how are you going to figure out faith? I mean, look at the definition of faith in itself. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Figure that out. (laughs) Roll that one around in your mind all you want and figure it out. And no, we're not going to figure it out like that. But we can understand what he just said, can't we? We can understand it by faith. Amen? We can understand everything He has for us, and that is how one of the ways we receive from Him is with understanding. Amen? Understanding is a receiving part of faith. You guys with me? Glory to God. Well, we better start with some Scripture then. Amen? Amen. Let's, let's go to Hebrews 11. We started with Hebrews 11.1, 1, but let's, let's go to Hebrews 11.3. Everybody happy? Me too. I'm just going to stay that way until we all go to heaven. Then I'll be really happy. Well, I don't know what to do with ourselves. Glory to God. May have to learn how to dance. (laughs) 
I don't know how now. Yeah, I know y'all have seen. Okay. Glory to God. Well, if Hebrews 11, 1 was hard, is beyond human understanding, then, he, then let's see if Hebrews 11, 3 helps clear that up. Maybe this will help us out. Through faith, we understand. That's a good statement in itself right there. Through faith, we understand. That is how we understand the things of God. That is how we begin to understand when you're believing for something from God. You don't want to begin to understand with human reasoning. You don't want to try to understand by circumstances, situations, or your five senses, right? That's not where our understanding comes from, right? That's the world's form of understanding. They're trying to figure out how they're going to get well. They're trying to figure out where they're going to get the money. We're not trying to figure that out. Right? We're understanding that we have a good God and His Word is truth. And that's what we understand. We understand that the Word says that He will supply all our needs according to His riches and glory by Christ Jesus. That's what we understand. And we understand that through faith. Amen? Amen? And, and that's, that's how you receive the things of God. Amen? But it says in Hebrews 11:3, through faith we understand that the worlds were framed. By the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Now that makes it clear as a bell for me, right? You guys there now? Everything you see here was made out of stuff that you can't see. How about that? You got now? I mean, this cleared it up for me, right? You, you all have perfect understanding now? But you do through faith, don't you? Because you believe that He did this, none of this is hard. You can now receive it because you believe it is truth. And so it's not hard. And see, everything he has for us to believe is just like this. You know, if you don't believe this, then you're done in the Bible. <laughs> you're, done, you, you're finished. Close it up because this is, the first, this is the first chapter, right? And so if you don't believe this, if you don't, if you don't by faith understand that he framed the worlds by saying, light be, that he... That, that he spoke water and, and earth into existence. If you don't believe that, then you're done, right? And many people will never try to understand that. Why? Because they're trying to figure out how the world was formed with human reasoning. we got people getting paid to try to figure out something that the Bible told us years and years and years ago. And they're making money trying to figure it out, and they don't, they're not even on the right path, right? They're, they're talking about big bangs. They're talking about evolution. They're talking about all kinds of stuff, and none of it's right. And they're making money doing it and selling books and making movies, and people are watching them, and people without understanding of the Word of God are being deceived by them. Right? And, and, and by being deceived just in this, and like I said, if, if, you, if you don't believe this, how are you going to get to the next step? Right? So people so the word of God is truth and our understanding of God is how we believe it. That's how we receive it. We understand that he that he framed the world with his words. Anybody in here doubt that? No, because faith believes in its heart and does not doubt, right? That's what faith does. And we we understand that but through faith we understand that the worlds were framed. But through faith, we understand everything 
that God has for us. That's how we receive is through is understanding through faith. Amen? One of the ways. Glory to God. You guys with me? Don't, don't lose me. Don't let me lose you. I, I won't lose you. We're believing God together, right? We want answers. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God, right? And so we hear the Word of God and it brings faith up in us to believe these things that are in it, right? You're not just going to believe... You're not, if, you're going to, if you gain that faith by hearing His Word, you won't have a misunderstanding about what truth is, okay? In other words, you won't be carried away by some false prophet, some false doctrine. Uh, you know, I'll guarantee you, you get a hold of some of these scientists, some of these people who have studied it out, they got some good arguments. They've got what, what you call fine-sounding arguments against the Bible, Against why? Because they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna hit you in your five senses. They're gonna hit you in what they call reality. Amen. But that's not where we want to live. And if you want to bring this down to uh, to a personal level, you could go to the doctor and he could do the same thing. He could he could hit you with you know what that's cancer and that's incurable. Well, that's not what I understand. Is that what y'all understand? No. But through faith, I understand something different. I, through faith, I understand that healing was formed through the Word of God. Amen? And, and, by, and through faith, we can understand different things than what the doctors are trying to tell us, what the bankers are trying to say, what the stock market's trying to do, what the, what the other nations are raging against. We don't have to believe what they say. Right? When they say, well, you know what? One out of every two families, they, they, get, they split. That's just the way it is. No, I don't understand that. That's not how I understand it. Amen? I understand that the Lord joins people together and He can keep them together. Amen? Amen. And, and He's a good God and He's got good plans. And those are, that's, But see, that's understanding. Everybody says, well, that's not really understanding how He does it. You don't need to understand. When you read this verse 11.3, did you understand how He framed the worlds with His words? I mean, did a big picture come together and, and somebody in here got a grasp? On God, on God standing there and saying, light be, and boom. No, our little peas in here cannot do that. No, no, but we understand it to be true. Amen? And it is truth. Not because we believe it, because He said it. Now we have the opportunity to believe it. Amen? And, and that's where we want to go in every area of our life. That's where we want to take our faith all the time, to His understanding, to what He says, to the Word of God every time. Because the Word of God brings understanding. It it brings light to every situation that it comes into. It it will shine a light. If you don't understand something, all you got to do is say, Lord, give me light on this situation. And He'll show you exactly what to do. And He'll say stuff like, give. And you'll say, well, now wait a second, God. I'm out of money. And He'll say, yeah, I know, give. And you're like, well, that's just not something I understand. He's saying, exactly. Let me give you understanding. Give and it shall be given unto you. Press, and He'll give you understand. His understanding, though. Amen? What He wants, what He desires, the things that He knows help us. Everything He has is for us. He doesn't have something where He says, watch this, I'm going to play a trick on Him. I'm going to get Him to say this word and it won't work. Never. Never. Never, ever. 
His word is unchangeable. And it is true every time. And it's never failed and it never will. Amen? Amen. And, and, and it won't, and you, you, it's not something that you're going to try to understand with your mind. It's something that by faith, through faith, I'm going to say that right every time, through faith, we can understand. Amen? I mean, look at some more verses. Let's just look at some more verses and say, let's try to understand them in, the, in our flesh or let's try to understand them in the Spirit. 2 Corinthians 4.18. This, this will clear it up for sure. This one, I think, this one I think will make it real plain. 2 Corinthians 4.18, King James. While we look not at things that are seen. So God's saying don't look at things that you can see. You better close. We're going to close our eyes now. <laughs> right? In your own understanding, that's all you can do to not look. But what's he really saying? He's saying don't look at circumstances. Don't look at situations. Don't look at what the doctor says. Don't look at what the bankers, bankers are saying. Don't look at what's going on in the world today. Look at me. And, then, and so what's he really telling us? He said, but the things, he says, okay, while we look at not at things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. So now he wants us to look at things that you can't see. Well, it's becoming real clear to me now, right? You guys, you guys on it? Right? Because now not, we're not going to look at things you can see. Instead, we're going to lean to his understanding and look at things that you can't see. And you can do it, yes. right? Because what are the things that you can't see? By whose stripes ye were healed. That may not be what you see with your physical eyes, but if you'll look not at what you see, right, and look at the unseen. The unseen's in First Peter 2.24. Amen? The unseen's what you're about to have. Because what's it? follow the verse. For the things which are seen, temporary sickness, disease. Those are temporary conditions subject to change. Subject to change. Why are they subject to change? The same reason we understand that the worlds were framed by the Word of God. Because the Word of God can change that. And He already has a Word for it. Right? But that's the understanding we have to lean to. Not the understanding, well, yeah, but I got a stuffy nose, scratchy throat, fever, achy, that's flu, right? That's worldly understanding, right? What the world understands is your, your, your circumstances call you sick, so you are. What the Word says is you ain't sick unless you say you're sick. That's right. That's right. And we ain't saying it because we ain't being sick. We're being well. Amen. We're being healed. We're being whole. We're being prosperous. We're being close-knit families tied together by the blood of Jesus. Amen. And, and we're not having things that are seen. We're going to have the unseen. And we're going to look at the unseen. The unseen is in the Word of God. The unseen was when He said, Light be, and there wasn't none. But the minute He said it, He, he, he spoke into the unseen, and the seen came. Amen. Glory to God. The things which are, which are seen, they're temporary. But the things that are not seen, eternal. Those things have eternal value. They never lose their value. Sickness and disease, it lost its value on the cross 2,000 some odd years ago. And it, it's never going to have its value in our life again. Right? Because our value is in 1 Peter 2.24. Our value is in Psalm 107 verse 20. Our value is in the healing, saving power of God. Amen? 
And that's what we're believing in. Glory to God. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Uh, Go back to Hebrews 11. Hebrews 11, verse 7. King James Version. You have to watch me. I'll get to talking and talking. The Word of God's exciting, isn't it? I remember the first Bible study I went to, and I, I thought, man, I don't want to be here. <laughs> I did. I thought, man, I do not want to. My wife said, my boss is having a Bible study. I think we ought to go. And we were so far in debt, we couldn't have seen over the counter in our kitchen because of the bills. And uh, there's no way you couldn't go to your boss's Bible study at that point, right? <laughs> and so uh, we went. I said, oh, okay, yeah, fine, let's go. And man, it's like they flipped a light switch on in me that night. And, and the Word just became real and alive and it came out of me. And I'm like, where is, what's this coming from? And, but I liked it. Amen? God's so good. God's so good. Hebrews 11:7. By faith Noah, being warned of things not seen as yet. Now, how, how, how are you going to be your Noah? Noah... The whole world's going to flood. In 40 days, 40 nights, it's going to flood. It's never happened. They didn't even had rain that they know of. I mean, I can't prove that, but, you know, speculation is there's really not even been any heavy rain. I mean, they don't even have puddles at this point. Right. You know? And God says, well, the earth's going to flood. And, he's, and, and Noah's got to believe. He's got to understand but through faith that what God said is going to happen. So what's he going to believe first? Hebrews 11.3, right? The same God that said that the world's getting ready to flood framed this world. And I believe he did it. And that's what Noah said. I believe it. And we better get an ark going, boys. Amen? And they, be, and they began to build an ark. But he believed in the unseen, right? Something that had not been ever seen. He went ahead and believed it. Why? Because God said it. Amen? That's no different than we're being asked to do today. We're being asked to believe in what Jesus did on the cross. Were you there? Do you believe it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, He died for us. He he carried our sin on a cross. And He went straight to hell. And He took our sin right down there. Amen? And He rose again from the dead. And, And I wasn't there, but I know it's true. And I understand it right here. Amen. I have perfect understanding that I'm saved and that someday I will know the man personally and shake his hand and, and worship him. Amen. I probably won't shake his hand. I'll probably just fall down. <laughs> yeah. Probably, probably just say, oh, I'm here and I, I'm, I'm just glad that I'm here. <laughs> Glory to God. I tried so hard not to get here, Lord, and you helped me. You helped me. None of y'all ever did that. Tried harder to get out of heaven than in it, huh? Yeah, yeah. He helped us. He had mercy on us and gave us grace and glory to God. It's real. It's true. And that unseen thing is more real than the seen will ever be. I don't want the seen. If the seen is you just die and the worms eat you up and that's the end, yuck. You know, I was, I was talking to Kim not too long ago, and we were watching people. You know, I, I'm a people watcher. And I wonder 
if they know God. Every time I see them, I, you know, you, and, and if they don't, what are they thinking? I mean, really, you're, you got no hope. I don't mean just what are you thinking? You need to know God. I mean, but I mean, what do you have in you? What can excite you to get up every morning? What carries you through the day? You, what you truly believe is awful, right? Because you just believe that you exist and you go away. And I mean, what an awful existence. We have a hope. We, ha- we, we wake up every day knowing that this is as bad as it gets for us. And this ain't bad. And this is the worst time of our life. And we're laughing in church right now. Glory to God. These people don't have that. They understand the world's way. They understand you don't know what's going to happen to you tomorrow. You may get sick and die. You may get in a car accident. This may happen. See, we can't be like that. we got to wake up every morning expect, ex- expecting to live our life fully in the abundance of His grace, doing the things He's called us to do, finishing our course, and that's what we understand every day. What I understand is that God said, with long life I'll satisfy you, that I'm not going anywhere until I'm ready to go. Amen? And that's the things we have to understand. The world will try to talk you out of that. You know, you get a twinge in your shoulder. Ooh, yeah, my, my uncle, he had a twinge in his shoulder. Next thing you know, they found this thing in him, and two months later, he was gone. <laughs> Thank you very much. Can you excite me a little more? But that's when it's time to say, no, I don't understand. That's not what I understand. I understand that my God has already took all my pain. And I don't have to have pain or sickness or disease. I'm not having this, thank you. And that's what I understand. Amen? And through faith, I understand it. Why? Because His Word says it. Glory to God. Noah built an ark. Reckon he was made fun of a little bit? Right? Well, the world, they don't understand. It's going to what? Rain and flood? What is that, Noah? Well, it's a lot of water coming all at once, and you guys ain't going to like it. Yeah, right. This never happened, okay? And they probably sat there and heckled him. Probably had names for him. Came around every day and said, that crazy Noah, look at him. You know, and they probably did. And he didn't stop. You know, he probably had every opportunity to say, you know what? They're right. This is crazy. What would he have had to do to do that? He'd have had to completely annul his understanding that God gave him by faith, through faith, amen, and go to theirs. And their understanding was so limited, it was limited to their five senses. They had never experienced it, therefore it wasn't. There's no faith in that. You can't get saved believing that. Right? Say, well, I've never experienced salvation, so it can't be. You're going to find out one day, but it ain't going to be a good way. Amen? We don't want people to find out the hard way. Glory to God. We want to believe. We want to have our faith set in His understanding. Our mind set on what He says we are. His mind, our mind set on what He says we are. Our mind set on who He says we are. Nothing else. Amen? 
Because the world will try to get you somewhere else. Look at Colossians 2. Colossians 2, 20, NIV. Colossians 2, 20 in the NIV says, Since you died with Christ to the basic principles of this world, why, as though you still belong to it, do you submit to its rules? That's what we are. Anytime, anytime something's going on, that's, that, that, is, that is based in the understanding of the world, whether it's sickness, whether it's poverty, whether it doesn't matter. It's, it's their rules. That we don't play by their rules anymore. Right? We died with Christ. Right? We, don't, we no longer submit to their basic principles. Right? Their basic principles are, you know what, you live, you might make it, you might not. You get cancer, you die. You, you, you get in a car wreck, you could make it to where you're going, you might not. You, you do this, it might, might, might work out good for you, it might not. If you get a job, that's great, you might be on unemployment. You know what, I don't want their stuff. Right? I, that, I don't like uncertainty, first of all. And, you know, a lot of people say, that ah, faith's kind of uncertain. No, faith is certain. Faith is very certain. It's based in the Word of God. When he said light be, light didn't go, no, light bead. Amen? Amen. And we don't have to be subject to the principles of this world. Its principles don't apply to us any longer. Amen? It says, if you go on, it says, why do you submit to these rules? Don't handle, don't taste, don't touch. What's he saying? Stay away from those. They don't apply to you. Praise God. I don't want them to apply to me. Why? Because they're all destined to perish with use. That's pretty good. Because why? They're based on human commands and teachings. They're based on things that are, are, are built on theories. They're, ba- they're built on people's personal experience with sickness and disease and poverty and the world just this the way it is, that's what they're built on. Right? That, that They're built on human understanding. And, and to, to do this, all you have to do is lean to your own understanding. But he's got a better idea in Colossians 3, in verse 1. First, we died with Christ. And in Colossians 3, verse 1, it says, Since then you've been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above. Where do you understand? In your heart. That's where you understand. You you start trying to understand with your head, you'll start trying to figure out faith. You can't do it. No, don't, don't even try it. Amen? But in your heart, you set your heart on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Why? He's, he's seated at the right hand of God. And God seated us with Him. And He's there making intercession for us. What's He saying? You need to understand what Christ is doing. You, you need to understand where Christ has put you. You need to understand what He's done for you. This needs to be your understanding. This is where you need to set your mind. You need to think about these things. When the world's thinking about this, you think about this. Amen? When they say we're having a pandemic, you say we are a pandemic of health. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're, having, we're having the worst case of health we've ever had in years. And if you get near me, you're going to catch it. Right? 
We don't, we don't set our minds on the things they set their minds on. We don't have to. We put our mind on a higher thing. And we don't, we don't judge our, our, what we're going to have by our circumstance. We judge what we're going to have by the Word of God. And the Word of God says we're going to a higher place. It says we're going to a better place. It says we, we can have healing. We can have health. We can have prosperity. We can have the goodness of God in the land of the living. We don't have to wait. And people say, well, how am I going to get that? I'm telling you. I'm telling me too. Glory to God. Set your mind on things above, not, and then he even says it, not on earthly things. For you died, and your life is now hidden in Christ, hidden with Christ in God. I'm hidden. They can't get to me. <laughs> you know, when they say, well, this is going on in the world. I don't know how you're going to escape it. I'll say, well, I'm hidden in Christ. <laughs> how are they going to get to me? They can't. They got to get by him to get to me. <laughs> Amen? They got to get by big brother. And daddy. Ain't going to happen. Amen. Amen? Amen? I remember when I was a kid, man, we'd go to the ballpark, and these kids would want to fight. And, man, I'd say, you want to fight? And they'd say, yeah. I'd say, come on. I'd, I'd take them outside the fence and go get my brother. <laughs> I didn't like fighting at all, but, man, my brother is mean. <laughs> and I did. <laughs> He'd attest to it. I did it. I got him in many a fight. But he never lost, praise God. He probably wouldn't like me so much if he lost. You think, you think, you think you're going to lose when your life's hidden in Christ? When your life is, is hidden in Christ, with Christ, in God? Glory to God, no. No, because our understanding goes to a whole different level. We now understand through faith. We no longer understand through the world system. The world system that says, oh, you've got to have this. This is going to happen. Marriage troubles, they just go all the time. You know what? Trouble may happen, but we're going to walk right through it. Amen. Right? It don't matter if there's fire. What's it say? You'll walk through the fire and not be burned. You'll go through the flood. You won't be overtaken. It doesn't say you ain't going through it. It just says you ain't going to get hurt. Why? Because your life is with Christ in God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. So how's this faith work? Mark eleven twenty four, right? Huh? Twenty three? Mark eleven twenty three? Starting twenty two, sir. We've been starting prayer here for a long time. Twenty two says, Have faith in God. Jesus is about to teach on faith. Is that the time to listen? You, rec you reckon you could be get a better faith teacher? <laughs> you know, so really all I got to do is read the verse because you ain't going to get a better faith teacher than Jesus. Amen. Right? So Jesus is saying, have faith in God. Now he's going to give you an example of how that happens. Amen? And so in, in 23, he says, For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, do what? Jesus, I thought you were going to teach us how to use our faith and get get our bills paid and get our, get healed. And you're telling us we got to move mountains? you got to get away from your own understanding, right? Yeah, you can move mountains. Yeah, you can. But immediately we see stuff like that in our, in our, in our human understanding. It goes, move a mountain. Stand in front of it and talk and, and it's going to go away. If Jesus says so, yeah. 
but he but he but he's got he's got the way. He says, if you say unto the mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in your heart, but believe where in your heart. It, it, it's 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 the same thing. You can't see. He's saying, don't doubt in your heart, but shall believe in your heart. So he's say, he's saying, there's two things you got to do. You don't doubt in your heart, but you do believe in your heart, Amen. right? Don't set your mind on earthly things. Set your mind on things above. Right. Amen? Amen. That that'll keep you away from doubt. Why? Because the earthly things are doubt. Amen. They're doubt and unbelief, right? That that's what the people of the world have faith in. Right? Well, that's not faith. Right? Don't doubt in your heart, but believe in your heart that those things that you say shall come to pass, and you shall have whatsoever you say. That is the, a definition for faith, then, would be not doubting in your, in your heart, but believing in your heart. Amen. Right? So through faith, we understand that the world was framed. So through not doubting in your heart and understanding in your heart or believing in your heart, you understand that the worlds were framed, right? By not doubting in your heart, but believing in your heart that by whose stripes ye were healed, you are now healed, right? It's, it's faith in God's Word. It's taking the principles that Jesus taught and bringing them down into your life and refusing any other understanding. He didn't say, and then try to figure out how God's going to do it. We, we got people that are trying to figure out faith, right? They're, they're trying to understand faith when they ought to be using their faith to understand, right? Right? They're saying, man, if I could just figure out this faith thing. <laughs> we read the verses. Have you figured them out yet? The worlds were framed, right? You figure that out? So every verse, if you look at it, when you, when you put faith in there, I mean, go back to Noah, said, by faith, believing in his, not doubting in his heart, but believing in his heart, Noah being warned of things not yet seen. Right? Same, it's the same thing. That, that's, that's, that's faith. That's how faith works. And that's how we understand it. We now have an understanding. What, what am I? If something didn't happen, if I was, if I said I was believing, then I need to check one of these two things, right? Am I doubting in my heart, or am I not believing in my heart? Which really, I guess, if you're not believing in your heart, I, I don't think there's a word in between there. Daith, doth, no, no. There's not. There's not a word in between those two. So. We take Jesus, the Word of God, and His Word, and we begin to understand faith. Amen? And we begin to use faith principles to understand our circumstances, our situation, and and we begin to frame our world the same way God framed the world. Right? Because He gave us, it says, have faith in God. The Young's literal translation says, have the faith of God. What's he, what's he literally saying? He's saying you're going to frame your world by what you understand and say, by, by what you speak and what you believe in your heart and by the faith that you have. And he's given us faith. 
And then He's given us the ability to increase our, to, to increase our faith. What? Faith comes by hearing. Hearing by the Word of God. So you, don't, you need one more Scripture? Grab another. Amen? Amen. How many you want? Because if you'll keep hearing them, right? But, but see, we've got to hear them by faith, right? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. It, it, it's like a big circle. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing comes yeah, by the Word of God. And so everything you get is wrapped right up in that verse. And so we begin to, to frame our world by the way we speak, and, and, and our understanding is now framed by what we know about His Word. Amen? So when the rest of the world saying, well, you know what, that old swine flus are coming, then we say, well, I guess the swine will have to get it because I ain't having it. Right? Because I understand by the Word of God and through faith that by whose stripes I'm healed and I'm protected from sickness and disease and, and, and I don't have to go through these things. I can be healed and walk in that kind of health all the days of my life. Right? And, and if it does try to get on me, guess what? I can get healed. Am I right, Pat Wayne? Huh? Yeah, it works, don't it? Glory to God. Because the Word of God's true. And it's way more true than the, than the understanding and the ways of this world. The principles of this world hold nothing to the Word of God. In fact, is the principles of this world are totally canceled out by the Word of God through faith in Jesus Christ. Amen? They don't have any power over us. Glory to God. That's what we like. No power over us. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Whew. By faith. Thank you, Lord. Faith. Believing in your heart and not doubting. Hebrews 11.6. What's it say? But without faith, without not doubting in your heart, but believing in your heart, right? It's impossible to please God. Why? Because He can't get anything to you. What, what pleases a father more than anything? Him being able to give you stuff. It's, you know, a lot of people say, oh, if I could just get some faith, I could please God. No, the reason it pleases God is because He's trying to get something to you. And it makes Him happy when He gets it to you. And, and the only thing keeping Him from it is you not believing Him for it. Amen. And the minute you do, He's like, oh, yeah. Because he's, he's the ultimate giver. How do you feel when you give? Well, you're, you're just a child of your father. He's the ultimate giver. You, he loves to give gifts to his children. He loves to take care of us. He loves when, when he sees our faith reach out and grab hold of something that he's already grabbed hold for us. Amen. Amen? He loves that. Glory to God. He's looking to do it every day that you'll, that you'll wake up and believe him. But, but without faith, it's impossible to make him happy. Why? Because he can't get nothing to you. Right? Well, I mean, the, the verse bears it out. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and believe that he's good. Amen. What's he saying? I want you to believe I'm your father and I want you to believe that I'm a good father. I want you to believe that I'm a rewarder of those who will diligently seek me. I'm a rewarder of those who will not doubt in their heart, but believe that the things that they say shall come to pass. I'm a rewarder of that person. 
and I'm looking to do it. Glory to God. And He is a rewarder of that person. Amen? Glory to God. Um, in Hebrews 11:2, it says, By faith, by faith, or for, by it. It talked about in 11:1. it said, it, it describes faith. And then in verse 2, it says, For by faith, the elders obtained a good report. In other words, their old understanding, their old report that they had, right there, you had an old report too, didn't you? Did you guys have an old, I had an old report. I, I got to die and go to hell one day. That was pretty neat. I, I got to be sick someday to get there. How neat. What a great report. Right? Before you got saved, that's your report. Your, your report is just like mine was before you got saved. You get to go through this earth with the devil picking at you and got no defense against him. And then someday you get to get sick and die and go to hell. I don't like that report. Anybody in here like that report? No. Thank God that I got a new report. And whose report do you believe? Yeah, yeah. we're going to believe the report of the Lord. And, and by, by faith, by believing in their heart and not doubting in their heart, the elders obtained a good report. And the, uh, the Abraham obtained Isaac by faith. What? His understanding was, here's the world's understanding. You're old. Your wife's old. You can't have kids. It ain't going to happen. Here's Abraham's understanding. God said it, and he's well able to do it. And I'm fully persuaded that what he said he is able to do, and he obtained the good report. Why? Because he didn't lean to their understanding. That was their understanding. He understood by faith, through faith. He understood, and he understood a better thing. He understood that life was going to be good, that life was going to be what God said it was going to be, and he wasn't going to have less than what God promised. Amen? And you know what? That made God happy. Glory to God, because God got to do what God likes to do. Amen? And it changed the world. Glory to God. Father of our faith, right there. They obtained a good report. Look at the uh, Amplified in that in uh, Hebrews 11 too. For by faith, trust and holy fervor born of faith, the men of old had divine testimony born to them and obtained good report. Divine testimony, testimony is what you give after it's over, right? That's, that's faith right there. Faith goes ahead and calls it done. What? Because it's done. Faith, if they, they obtained the good report. They had a testimony. God had a testimony about Abraham before Isaac was ever conceived. God already had a testimony. And he was given it every time Abraham's name was said. Right? That's why he changed his name, right? Father of many. Glory to God. Every time there was a testimony given, every time that name was said, every time a new testimony, there's the Father. That, that's Him right there, Father of many. He obtained a good report. The testimony was given. What's the, we've got a testimony given about us. 
through Jesus Christ. He's mine. He's saved. You can't touch Him. My mercy covers Him. My grace is on Him. You can't have Him. Healing is His. Prosperity is His. Long life and length of days are His. You can't touch Him. You got nothing on Him. I got a testimony about Dave. And he had that testimony before I accepted him as Lord and Savior. That testimony was given 2,000 years ago for every person who would receive it. And it speaks out every time the name of Jesus is given. Glory to God. Don't you love Him? Oh, I love Him. I love Him. I love Him. Makes me wonder why I mess up every now and then. Doesn't it, you? Oh, yes, no, never mind. That's right, I forgot. I have, so don't. It's no fun. Glory to God. Whew! He's helping us, isn't He? He's helping us. He's helping us. The Word of God brings faith. And, and it teaches us what we are to understand and what, how we are to understand. And, and through faith, we can understand a better way of life, a better way of doing things. If you take that Word and you don't mix it with faith, what's it do? It, it produces zero. But when you take His Word and you mix it with faith, your understanding that the worlds were formed. Amen. Amen. Then you say, well, if that happened, then, I, then this can happen. Right? And, and you take that faith and you mix it with His Word and you understand in your heart. Then you have those things that, you, that you're believing for. Amen? Why? Because you understand that it's God that promised it. It's His Word. It's just like Karen said in in the offering. He's faithful. He's never going to let you down. It's not going to slip through the cracks. He's a good God. And you can believe that. And anything else is an opinion you don't need to hear. You know, you get a lot of people out there that are going through something and they ask everybody what they ought to do. Stop that. I don't care if they're... Ten of your best Christian buddies. Find the Word of God. Find somebody to believe that Word with you that won't believe anything else. Grab hold of it like a pit bull and refuse any other opinion, any other thought, any other understanding. Refuse it as, as a lie. And, and it's got to be that bad to you. When they say you're sick, say, that's a lie. And don't do that to the doctor. You'll scare them and they'll think you're weird. <laughs> but in your heart, say, that's a lie. It's contrary to the Word of God. It's not my understanding. My understanding is that by whose stripes I am healed, that He sent His Word and healed me and saved me from all these destructions. And I don't have to have it that way. Amen? That, that's who we are. That's what He's showing us. That's what He's teaching us. And we take that Word and we put it in places that, that it can produce. Amen? No, you don't put it in places that won't... you right? Parable of the sower. We got that next? Let's look at it. Matthew 13. Matthew 13. We want to take His Word and put it in our heart. Why? That's where you understand Right? You understand with your heart. You believe with your heart. You don't do anything with your head. Everything done with your head, unfruitful, unproductive, and ungodly. The only thing your head can do godly is submit to your heart. If you know God. 
Amen? You don't want to give your head an opinion even. It has weird opinions. It'll look at the circumstance and tell you something totally off the wall that ain't true and have you believe in it before you know it. And then send you five people to give testimony of why it's true. And it still won't be true because the Word of God will be true. Amen? Matthew 13, 18, Jesus said, Hear and understand the parable of the sower. Let's look at it in the King James, verse 19. It says when... This is the beginning. There's four different places that people take the Word of God. In their, well, I won't say places. Four different types of heart, if you will. Amen? It says, When anyone hears the Word of the kingdom and understands it not, then cometh the wicked one, catcheth away that which was sown in his heart. This is he which receives seed by the wayside. No understanding. Why, why would you have no understanding? Because you understand way too many other things. You know, a lot of people look at this guy and they think, well, he just wasn't very smart. No, he was too smart. Too smart, people. Why, what, why, why do you think God said, uh, uh, I confound the wise with the foolishness? Why? Because the wise are too smart. Why? He already has understanding. You know what? You're sick. You, you go through it. You get well and you go, go on. You know what? Economy changes. Things get bad. You try to get through it the best you can. Hope you don't lose your house. That's that's what that's that's what he believes. That's what he understands. And so he 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 has no faith, no faith, right? And so the word preached meant nothing. It profited zero. What did it say in verse twenty? But he that oh, that's the next one. Verse twenty. But he that received the seed into stony places. The same as he that heareth the word, and anon, with joy, receiveth it. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, with all seriousness, I have no idea what the word anon means. <laughs> I have zero idea what King James was thinking when he said anon. He, I mean, between that and Durst, I mean, I looked at that today and I said, anon, is that like in Shazam? With joy, he received it. You know, you just wonder if sometimes they're just messing with you. You know, they're saying, let's hear that. I just want to see if this hillbilly will say this word. Let's just see if he'll try it and, and see if it works and, and try to explain what it means. Right? Let's see. I just like to hear him say it, so let's, let's leave it in there. We used to do that with my daughter. She used to call crayons crowns. And so we used to get a box out and say, what are these crowns? And we'd just laugh. <laughs> I'm glad she's not here tonight. We'd be making fun of her. <laughs> Shazam, he received it with joy. <laughs> Anon. Anon. Onon. I have no idea. He received it with joy. Nevertheless, immediately he received it with joy. How about that? That quick. He received it with joy. Glory to God. Yet he hath no root in himself, but dureth for a while, for when tribulation or persecution arise because of the word, by and by he's offended. 
You guys ever seen anybody this happen to anybody? They start out on their faith journey. They're they're excited. Why? I remember when I started out on my first journey. I was excited. Why? Because it was an easy out. I'm sorry. That's where I was. Okay. I told y'all I wasn't perfect all my life. Just am now. It was an easy out. I was in debt up to here in a bankrupt business and not doing too well in anything else. And man, the Word of God was looking pretty good. And I got excited quick. Man, a couple of weeks went by and nothing was happening. People say, oh, it'll work. Oh, okay. For two more weeks go by. Oh, stay on it. Stay on it. It'll work. It always works. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> you guys had somebody do that to y'all? Huh? You're trying to believe with him. You're trying to encourage him. Come on, stay pumped up. The Word says this. Hey, don't talk to me about the Word today, okay? I'm having a moment right now. <laughs> what I need you to do is let me vent. <laughs> what about venting? I want to say every bad thing that's in my heart right now so it can come to pass. That's the, that is the definition of venting, by the way. I want to talk about everything I'm mad about and tell you you don't understand. And you say, yes, I do understand. The Word of God's true. And the Word of God concerning you has not changed no matter what you've changed. It has not changed. Glory to God. Stony hearts. Anybody had one of those? Well, here's, here's a more common one. Verse 22 says, He also that received the seed among thorns is he that heareth the word, and the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word, and it becomes unfruitful. Distracted faith. <laughs> Got quiet. It says that they put this seed into ground. Obviously, it's pretty good ground because it was already growing thorns and thistles. Right? Right, it was, it was growing stuff that you didn't want in the ground, but weeds grow anywhere, right? I remember one time they wanted to spray something on my yard because it was real green, but it was all weeds. And they said, man, if we spray this on it, it'll kill all the weeds. I said, I won't have a yard left. <laughs> weeds, man, they grow anywhere, right? You got to cultivate the good stuff, amen? You got to put it out there without the weeds so the weeds don't eat it up, amen? But but it's the cares of this world. What, what's he saying? The understanding of this world. The deceitfulness of riches. The understanding of riches. Of what, what they can do for me. It's, it's not about what riches can do for you. It's what they can do through you. Amen? But, but when, we, when we allow it to go into our heart, into a place where we're believing 25 other things, those 25 other things will choke out the one thing that's true. Right? You, well, you may grow a stem, but it'll never produce fruit because these other things... Well, I, I like the way um, Elijah put it when he was talking to the prophets. Of, he said, how, many time, how long will you halt between two opinions? This is too many opinions. 
This is too much information. You didn't need all this information. You needed the Word of God. And you needed it in the good soil without the thorns, without the brush, without the stuff that that, that chokes it out and makes it unproductive and unprofitable. Right? It, It says that He received it. Every one of these received the Word. But where they received it decided what happened with it. We can take the Word and receive it just like this last one says. That's how we want to be, right? We don't want to be distracted, Faith, right? Distracted by what? The doctor says. The preacher says. Oh, the preacher says? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Don't don't tell me what the preacher says. Tell me what the Word says. Right? When you leave here, don't say, Hey, Brother Dave says. Brother Dave says... Ain't going to mount a hill of beans unless it's the Word of God. Amen? It's not what the preacher says. not what the doctor says. not what the banker says. It's not the thought that I'll need this to be well. I'll need this much money. Don't don't get distracted by your idea of how God will do it. Right? That's a thorn. That's a thistle. Those are all distractions to faith. He, d- he didn't ask you to understand any of that. He asked you to understand that by his, through His Word, the worlds were framed. And through His Word, your world will be framed. Amen? If you're believing for healing, through His, world, through his Word, frame it. Right? Throw Psalm 107.20 on it. That'll frame it up real strong. Right? Pour a good foundation with 1 Peter 2.24. Go right into Isaiah and grab some more. Right? Frame it the way it should be. Don't let all these other opinions and ideas and theories and theologies... They don't mean... This is right. This is right every time. It's never wrong. Right? What did I say last time? If you read in here and if something confuses you, you're not reading it right. The Word of God will never cause confusion, ever. It will never distract or detract from your faith. It will only grow faith, bring faith. Amen? That's what it does. That's what it does. And when, you, and when we put it in the good soil, amen? I've got another page here somewhere. There it is. Right? The good soil. We refuse the other opinions. We refuse our best friend Joan and our our best buddy Sam. And and they say, oh, you know, you'll have to have this much money to get out of that. Your husband and your wife, they'll never change. Uh, Understand? You you just got to understand this is the way it is. You just don't understand. I just hate that sentence. You just don't understand. You got to say it like this. You just don't understand. And you got to look pretty pitiful because you got to get people to feel sorry for you because that's going to bring you out, right? Because if I feel sorry for you, God is certain to move because when He feels sorry for you, that's, how, that, that's what moves Him, right? If it can get bad enough where He can look down and say, Oh, oh, Dave, oh, oh I should have moved for you a long time ago. I'm sorry, son. Uh, let me pick you up. I, I missed this one. <laughs> I can't even say that with a straight face. <laughs> God ain't never missed it. 
And feeling sorry for somebody ain't going to help them. Right? Glory to God. Glory to God. If we do that, are we just adding more weeds? <laughs> right? It's like, it's like I'm not, I don't want to get rid of the weeds, but I'll add more word and hope the faith will work. No, you can't just keep adding words to your weed bed and hope it grows. I, trust me, I know. I wanted to keep the weeds too because they were green. You can't just add... It doesn't say if, the, if you got weeds, just keep adding word to it. No, get rid of the weeds. Right? 23, verse 23. He says, But he that received the seed into the good ground is he that hears the word and what? Understands it. Which also bears fruit and brings forth some hundred, some sixty, and some thirtyfold. All those are good amounts. Right? If you had a tomato plant and you only got thirtyfold on it, you'd be pretty happy. You'd be giving to your neighbors and everybody else, wouldn't you? Glory to God. But it's the seed that was received in the good soil. The one without the stones, the one without the weeds, the one without the thorns, the one with the understanding. Right? How, how did you understand it? Through faith. Right? The one that had understanding. And, they, and, and understanding, faith in good ground produces. That's understanding. If I take faith and I put it in good ground, if I take the Word and I put it in my heart, in the good ground of my heart, and I believe in my heart and I don't doubt. That's good ground. That's the good ground right there. It's the believe, the believe in and not doubt ground. The believe in and not doubt. That's the kind of ground we have. Believe in and not doubt ground. Right? You got some believe in ground here and some not doubt ground here. Right? That's good ground. And when we take His Word and we put it in that ground, then it produces those things in our life that we desire. It produces His Word coming to pass in our life. It produces, it's, it starts with your salvation. You take the Word of God and you speak it and you confess it and you believe it in your heart. And it produces what? New birth. Amen. Glory to God. And through that new birth, you continue to plant this Word. You get excited and you get more Word and you put it in that same patch of ground. And now you've produced healing and health. And now you produce prosperity and goodness and quality of life. And you've produced generosity and peace and love. And now you begin to make a difference in the world. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Luke 8, 15 is the other version, the other, just another version of this same parable in the King James. It says, But that on the good ground are they which in an honest and good heart, having heard the word, keep it. These are people that grab hold of the word. I, I remember... Brother Moore told me not, this not too long ago, but he was talking about people being healed. And he said that's the person who will grab hold of the Word of God, grab hold of their healing and their health and their promise for health, and they'll refuse. They'll grab hold of it like a pit bull. Yes. And they will refuse to let go of it. Yes. 
and they will have it. Amen? Because why? Because when you keep it, that's, that's what that means. Refuse to let go. Keep it. It's yours. It can't be had by anyone else. That's yours. You heard it, you, you understood it, and you keep it. And what happens when you keep it? Brings forth fruit with patience. We don't like to read that patience part. Why? Well, you might have to wait more than a day. Right? Might not be ready that first day. Right? Patience. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let's close with this verse. Psalm 119, 99. Thank you, Lord. He's helping us tonight, isn't he? Anybody getting some stuff? Renewing our minds, refreshing our minds, reminding us of who we are and, 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 and stirring up our understanding of, of our ability in God that we don't have to live like the world. We don't have to think like the world. We don't have to be like the world. We don't have to listen to the world, right? When they say, hey, every citizen of this nation has to have this, you say, well, good news, I'm the citizen of a different nation. (laughs) I happen to be a citizen of heaven, right? And I'm claiming diplomatic immunity (laughs) from any of that junk that you're offering right now. What do they say? Oh, the swine flu's nationwide? Well, diplomatic immunity for me because I'm a citizen of heaven and my life is hidden with God in Christ. Glory to God. Every one of us have diplomatic immunity, right? I remember I saw a cops show. I may have told this before, but you guys watch cops? Right. We used to watch it all the time. My daughter would sit on the coffee table and dance. Well, that would really embarrassed her tonight if she'd have been here in her diaper. And now she's graduating this year. Glory to God. But I was watching it one day, and they stopped this guy, and he could just barely speak a little English. And uh, he, he was speeding like a madman. I mean, he was driving crazy. And he, the policeman stopped him, and he said, he said, uh, you were going way too fast. And he said, I claim diplomatic immunity. I'm not from this nation, and we drive like this in our nation. And he was getting out of his ticket because he wasn't a citizen here. And now I don't know if he got out of it, you know, because I don't know that he was being truthful. But we are. <laughs> Your citizenship is now in heaven. You are a citizen of the nation of heaven. The kingdom of God. Amen. And up there, they don't got no sickness. They don't got no disease. They don't got no poverty. They don't got no junk. And we don't got to have none of it. And there's all your double negatives and triple negatives and good hillbilly language for the night. And we don't got to have it. Amen. What I understand is His Word. And His Word is the law up there. His Word is what we have. And His Word says, I'm saved by Jesus Christ, by the blood of the Lamb, that I have occupancy there now, and that the things that apply there apply to me. And I can have my health. I can have my life. I can have my cake and eat it. I guess you can't have your cake and eat it. If you eat it, you won't have your cake. That's right. We just watched that, didn't we? I can have it all the way I like it. How about that? Psalm 119.99 
says it this way, I have more understanding than all my teachers, for thy testimonies are my meditation. His thoughts. His understanding. What does God understand? That's what you want to understand. What God understand, understood, He put in somebody's heart through the Holy Spirit and wrote it down in Word right here. And His Word tells you exactly what He understands about you every day of the week. David knew this. David was a man after God's own heart. Why? Because no matter what, he just stuck with God loves me. You know what? And God's going to take care of me. He's going to satisfy me. He's going to take, he, when I call, He's going to answer me. This is what David believed. Why? He knew God. He understood and he meditated in God's testimonies. What did God say about him? If God was standing up here and saying, what, what, I'm going to witness for Dave today, he'll say, He's forgiven, He's mine. He was bought with a price. He's redeemed. He, he, he has, you have no access to him. Sickness has no access to him. Poverty has no access to him. He has no ability to be poor. He has no ability to fail. He has no, that has been taken away from his life. I witness for him right now by the blood of Jesus Christ. He's my intercessor and he says, I am redeemed. If, if the junk could have got there, it would have, but it can't no more. Glory to God. God's testimony is greater. His understanding of who you are is what your understanding is of who you are. No longer when the world says this is the way it's got to be, do you say, hmm, I wonder if that's true. No, you don't even give it a second thought. That opinion means nothing. It's an opinion. God's Word is truth, and it's life, and it's health. And it's good. And this is what we believe. We don't believe the junk of the world. It doesn't matter what the doctor says. It doesn't matter what the people are saying, what the stock market's doing. We don't care. We can have peace every day. Every morning when we wake up, peace. We can walk in love. We can, we can walk around. And when people say this is going on, we, we can say, hmm, and just walk right on by it. And people say, he's too stupid to know he should be afraid. Say, I guess so. I'm stupid with the understanding of God then. If that's true, I'm going to get stupider. (laughs) I'm not stupid. And the understanding of God is wisdom. And it's knowledge. And it saved us. And it helps us. And it will keep us. And it doesn't matter what you need tonight. It's already been taken care of. And He's already testified that it's yours. He's not waiting on us. Or we're not waiting on Him. Right? He's already given testimony. What did He say? He said, Jesus bore your sins on a tree. And by whose stripes ye were healed. That, that's a testimony. That's, that's already given. It's a done deal. Amen? Right? And he says, my God. He says, I'll supply all your needs according to my riches and glory. Right? That, that's a testimony. He's not saying that might happen. He said that will happen. Amen? Right? He's saying 
if you'll, if you'll lean to my understanding, not to yours, not to the world's, not to man's ways, but to my ways, to my thoughts, to my knowledge of who you are, you'll have it all. Glory to God. Stand to your feet. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Thank you. Just praise Him. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Got some? Thank you.